0: and welcome to the Balanced Body Podcast. Today, um, it is just me. I'm solo as um, it is the time of summer and break, but we're going to continue doing podcasts. I'll probably most likely just be doing it myself um, because, yeah, to give a little break from communicating with people and and um, I'm just really going to share with you um, what's current. And I always put faith in the universe as to provide me whatever needs to be done and said at any particular time. And I do believe no matter what happens, it happens for a good reason. And I know that I've shared that in the past and for some may seem a little bit strange, but for me, the perspective helps me um, stay on the positive end of things, but what 's most current right now um, that I want to share today is about uh, relationships and conflict. I find that when clients come to see me whether it 's chronic pain whether it 's acute pain whether it 's intermittent pain whether it 's um, uh, issues with diet we it always ends to it always ends up with some sort of relationship conflict and for sure think about it if you've got any kind of lumbosacral or any kind of lumbar pain any kind of pel- pelvic issue that's all relationship-based that's all family slash relation relationship-based because that's the root which has to do with family and sacral center uh, second chakra has to do with relationships with the same sex or opposite sex and so and it's a tremendous time period in our lives where we are sponges in our overall growth and development that we learn a tremendous amount of information from our parents that may be good and that may be bad for some of y'all if you had a volatile upbringing with uh, a not so good relationship with divorce and uh, other bad issues with your parents, then you do carry that unfortunate memory and programming of how to understand and deal with relationships. Now, there's also the other end where there isn't any argument, there isn't any fighting, there isn't any kind of communication in the relationship. At home, and you also carry that burden of unless you grow up to learn and evolve, you carry that same understanding and baggage into your relationships. Till you get to the point where you're ready to move on and cut the umbilical cord of programming from your parents and become that individuated soul slash personality that wants to be better than what they learned growing up as a child and that is that's hard that's not easy it's but it is super super important and so today as we talk about conflict and relationship that is the title and before I begin, just let me go ahead and share, obviously, the most important information as we are based at balancebod.com. If you're interested in looking at any of our other podcasts, uh, we are would love for you to share and expand the information so we can grow. Um, the purpose always is inspire, motivate, and raise the consciousness of humanity um, and people like So as we talk about conflict and relationships, I want you to think about yourself and I want to think about, I want you obviously think about your own life and in the situation that you're in. And um, I'm also going to reference some stuff in a book that I've got um, called Everything is Here to Help You by Matt Kahn. And I'll I'll also talk about some other particular books. But today is a spiritual podcast. Um, This is a This is, I love the physical-ish, I love physical, talking about the physical nature of body and dysfunction. It's amazing to me. I love the mental-emotional aspect, um, which also kind of plays into today, but also I love the spiritual aspect, and that's essentially what I do as a holistic health practitioner. I work from the mental-emotional, spiritual, and physical aspect of a acute and chronic pain. People don't come to me unless they have some sort of dysfunction, unless they have some sort of pain. And ultimately they initiate with coming to me for pain, but then also with the the beautiful uh, domino effect is then, then we work into the other aspects of what they're having issues with. And ultimately, like I said before, it always comes down to relationships and conflict. And so let's talk about that. We... If you look at Newton's books, uh, Journey of the Souls, we are in this, on this earth plane and I constantly remind my clients this, you came here to work and the perception or perspective of your experience is very important. Yes, you came here to work. That doesn't mean a bad thing. It means that you came here to experience and with that experience comes lessons Lessons can be challenging. They can also prospectively be very helpful. They can be gifts. We, If we choose to look at a lesson as a gift, that's always helpful for me. It puts a positive spin on it and it allows me to grow. And, you know, in my meditation, I, I pray for growth, but then I also sometimes have to pray for not so much growth because with growth comes sufferings can sometimes be very painful um, to grow as I'm sure all of you have experienced more times than not and so we have a soul contract with individuals in our lives. And, and Newton describes that if we can take that perspective and expound on it from the nature of, if you have somebody in your life, because also what we're talking about when we talk about conflicts, we're also talking about forgiveness today. If you have someone in your life that is creating suffering, causes you pain, allows you to create a challenge, which ultimately leads to a lesson Part of coming out of that on the other end positively, it would also end up with forgiveness and um, compassion wrapped around that understanding, which leads me to tell you the ultimate role in creating all that is unfortunately communication it is very important unless you're one of those people that can just change your mind on a dime about something and not need the communication slash understanding. And that can has been offered by teachers is to just change your perspective about someone. Just think positive thoughts and don't remember all the the bad stuff. Um, that's very hard for me. I have to, My mind, my mental body has to continually walk through it to create the dialect, if it's not with that individual within my mind, to get me to change my perspective so that I can release the ego to come to a good place to potentially communicate, or if there is no communication, at least bury the hatchet within Myself. Um, okay, so these, when you have soul contracts, if you have people in your life right now, they're soul contracted with you. You chose, I'm going to talk about the negative aspect, and you chose these people that potentially are in your life creating conflict for you or are challenging you. In other words, you're having to harbor a lot of love to be around them or to communicate with them or. just difficult, then what I wanted to tell you is you asked that person to be in your life, many, many, back, back in your soul group, you asked that soul to come onto this physical plane so that you could entertain this relationship and ultimately learn a lesson. And it could be a lesson of forgiveness, which would pinpoint today's yay. Um, But you wanted to grow. You wanted to create growth because, and that's the reason we're here is to grow so that we either come back and learn different lessons or we don't come back at all, which would be nice. Uh, and so with that growth, just know that whenever you're in, in any kind of relationship, and I'm not talking about a sexual relationship, I'm talking about just a relationship at all um, with anybody, um, that's a, that's a 50% reflection of yourself within that relationship. A relationship is very important for healing and growth because you're able to look inward whenever there comes conflict. And we all would love to have great relationships where there's just love, peace, and harmony. But that's not always the case because if we came here to grow and we came here to have experiences, sometimes there has to be conflict. And this is the, the ultimate gift because within that conflict, if you allow your ego to step aside and, you're, and you can no, don't forget the ego is about separation. It's about borders, definitions, and boundaries, which can be good, but can also be bad. So if the, the ego separates and says it's their fault, it's all about you know what they did to me. But what I'm saying is if you could put the, the ego slash personality aside and, and go f- look inward and have the soul remind you of how you played a part in this, how you were, how this person is reflecting 50% of you, then it can resolve itself. And that's a really important aspect to growth. And sometimes we're ready and sometimes we're not. And sometimes we may need to take a break. We need to take a pause or a separation to get to this point. But that's the ultimate goal is to get to this point. Understanding that ego yes it's important to have that ego because that border definition and boundaries if we didn't have boundaries we then that would mean that people could just walk all over us and we don't want that either because part of having boundaries is yes it's creating separation but it's also allowing you to stand up for yourself to have love for yourself to put yourself first so that you can say no and if you can say no that offers you an opportunity to teach that other individual every other individual in your life how to treat you with respect and that's really important because in order for us to truly love we have to love ourselves first, in order for us to truly forgive. We have to forgive, forgive ourselves first, and that's where the reflection of looking inside happens. That compassion. So we have compassion for ourselves. That love by way of boundaries, uh, by way of being able to say no. Figure out what you want, but you may have to figure out what you don't want before you can figure out what you do want. And sometimes from my own experience, I've had to say yes, yes, yes. And then realize that my intentions or after saying yes, or realizing the specifics to a situation didn't necessarily serve me. And that taught me to say no. That's not such a fun journey, I will say. So we... Love ourselves. We learn to we have love for ourselves. We then can forgive um, others and know that when we have these arguments uh, with another individual there's two things that come into play here Um, the argument or the conflict or the um, contrast of what you're experiencing or seeing and how you communicate back to this person can sometimes be unconscious thought forms meaning what you say uh, to this other individual, you, you may find that come from your programming. And so it's very important for us to be mindful and aware when we choose to communicate, we choose to listen to what we say so that if it's not a good thing that we said, we can always um, understand where that came from. So looking inside, reflecting inside of ourselves, why do we say that? Where did that come from? Did it come from our programming? Did it come from an emotion of, of resentment uh, or anger? And is that resentment or anger reflected in this relationship or former relationships or from childhood that has to do with mother and father. And then once you can can understand that, then you can resolve it within yourself and move forward. And hopefully it doesn't happen again. Now it may until it completely is resolved. You might have thought you resolved it, but you find that it rears its evil head once again in a same relationship or other relationships. And it's a common theme with you, which ultimately might need, there's more need, may need more attention, and so that's where, if you can't go through that process with yourself, it's a good idea to hire a coach that works on those things. Um, I know in my experience, having that, thats that, that third party or that other intellectual mind to help walk you through it or give you processes um, is always a great idea. And, you know, part of... Part of my coaching um, with clients, I found that at the end of the day, what they what they have said when we end our sessions is it it was they were glad to have gotten out of pain, but what they loved most was the growth that they got from the conversations that we had about their inner conflict um, that ultimately was. External conflict with other people, and resolving that, gave them a gave them a sense of peace. And to me, that peace means love. They learned about themselves. They learned to form love for themselves. So now that now they're able to either resolve the conflict um, by sometimes I'll just give words or phrases to clients to, to encourage them to have these communications with whoever it may be. Um, so the argument, whether it's with a relationship um, with a partner uh, um, uh, or husband or wife or a friend or coworker can also be rooted in, now we just talked about unconscious thought forms, but it can also be rooted in insecurity. So that's your ego just protecting you and oftentimes protecting you by making you feel important. And sometimes when the ego wants to feel important, it's way of feeling important is by putting the other person down or making or creating inferiority within that person to make yourself seem much bigger and grander and much more important. Um, Normal nothing, there's no judgment. I mean, in other words, if we know we do that, I would, I always encourage my guests, don't feel guilty about it. Don't have shame about it. Just be aware that you do it. And the more you're aware, the more you're able to change something. It's those, it's those people that don't look inside of themselves And they're always pointing the finger at others, that that's going to replicate in their life, and over and over and over because they haven't taken the steps towards inner reflection. Okay, so conflict. So here are some of the big. um, Obviously, uh, I'm in the process of sharing, and um, part of my sharing is about what my clients say that I find that I hear a lot of, and I'm, I'm sharing it all with you guys, because I would love to see this not be a common theme with people. So biggest one is conflicts with mother and father. Very, very important, um, because I will say, if, if we look at the understanding of root and second chakra, so the base and the sacral, that is our programming from zero to, so the root is zero to seven years old and sacral seven to 14. Okay. And those are very, very important programming years. And so, like I had said before, but I, uh, but I will say because the sacral is in, encompasses relationships, it is most likely the root of why the root of in some cases, a lot of cases, why we have issues in our current relationships. So that would be, if, if it, especially if it's mother and father. And so i will using some of the language and using some of the advice I give to clients. If, if they have those mother-father relationship issues, in other words, the common phrase is, my mother drives me crazy. Or my father, I can't have a conversation with him, be in the room longer than 30 minutes without having to leave or get a drink to deal with him. That's a serious problem. Because what that tells me is that you have issues then in your current relationships, especially especially a significant other. And if it's a father-related issue, then you have issues with men, in your life currently? So, and if it's a mother, then my question always is, Is how are your relationships with women in your life presently? It, do you find that you have conflict or some sort of um, upset typically every so often with the women in your life? And more than likely the answer is yes. But it's because there isn't a... There isn't a resolution with mother and father, and there needs to be. It has to be. And so you can, A, go back and resolve that issue by communicating. I know that's one of the things that I did um, with my father, uh, and I just had him point blank come and stay with me. And I said, I have a lot of questions. And I just poured my heart out to why this, why that, why this, until I could get some sort of understanding um, because I knew I was having personal relationships with men that were always not good. And so I knew really weird at 24 i knew that if i didn't resolve my issue with my father that i was never going to be in a good relationship with another male so we create understanding and know that you are blueprint to your mother and father so here's the ultimate question couple of things Look at what mother and father, depending on who it is, what it is about them that drives you crazy or that you have inner conflict with. And so, okay, once you've pinpointed it, then look inside of yourself. And is it something that you can't forgive about what you currently do in your own life? Because to the degree you can't forgive yourself, you therefore can't Forgive others. If there is an issue that you have, um, I would say non-love, not love, or you hate about yourself, or you have guilt and shame about, or you have anger. These are one, two, three chakra. Then you will then have that about others. So it becomes about looking back into the journey of self and figuring out what it is about yourself that you haven't rectified. And once you find it, once you've, cr- once you've. Sp- pinpointed it then wrap a lot of love around a lot of understanding um potentially change and then you will create that compassion that others that you see have the same issue because you only see what you are and so so that's a that's number one you have disdain that others do it but it's because that you do it too and you don't have love for yourself because you do it or you see it in others and it's, it is an opportunity for you to see it and then just embrace it with love and understanding. And once you, I, once you can go through that process enough, you will find that it is very much the it, it's very much your issue and not anyone else's. I'll give you a really good example because I remember um, this was probably back in two thousand five. Um, I had this this same sort of problem or conflict, and that is I had a really big issue with people who were late. Yeah, so I'm a little bit of a type A personality, and I. I don't like when people are late. Now, did I grow up with a mother that did not like people that were late? No, I actually grew up with a mother who was always late. So growing up, hating that so much, she was always late to pick me up and take me somewhere. Um, Sitting on the curb after school for an hour, waiting on her, created a lot of anger. And growing up, if i'm 5 minutes if i'm on time i'm late so i typically 5 10 15 minutes before i'm supposed to be there is on time for me and so at the time of this understanding uh, my clients were showing up late and i used to get very frustrated and they like i wear my emotions on my shoulders so as soon as they would walk in the door they knew i was upset and that's a problem. You can't really keep good client um, relationships if you're always getting frustrated with your clients. So I, the opportunity for me to get through this, this conflict I had with a, other, another is first understanding, yes, I, I have this issue. And um, I remember at the time reading a lot of Byron Katie's, not Byron Katie's, um, Children's works and embracing the now and embracing the opportunity that the Great Spirit gives us. If somebody is late, so we we use that opportunity to work on our breath, work on our mindfulness, do something in that time which is a gift. So that's a perspective. That time they're late; they're five minutes late, they're ten minutes late. What can I do for myself to utilize that time and space? And and, and if there's nothing planned, just opportunity to breathe. Wonderful. What a gift. So then started doing that practice with myself. And then one day I had an appointment that I was late for and I was so mad. I was so frustrated and I could feel my entire body tensing up. And I realized in that moment that if I could forgive myself talk myself through. It's okay. You're, you're, you're not going to be on time. You're going to be a minute late. I ended up being on time, but for me, that's late. And so I, I then chose to just forgive myself, wrap love around it, talk myself through it. It's okay. You're not putting it. You're not, you're not, um, but the word is you're not disappointing anyone which is there's a reflection issue with disappointing people uh and so once and that revelation came to me at that on that car ride at that particular moment which was if i can forgive myself for being late right, could i then not have, have an issue and not be frustrated with others. And it almost, it it was like it happened instantaneously from that point on clients were late. I was like, it's fine. No problem. And they would be like, no, no, I'm really sorry. I know you get mad about that. And no, I was actually, I don't remember after that a moment where I was frustrated. And so I'll go back to the, um, the, the mother-father issue. I've been through that too. Mother used to drive me crazy. And so for me, what I did was create understanding of why she does the things that she does. And it, am I the reflection of that? And what can I learn about myself? So yes, um, I got to understand through my father what actually makes this woman tick and why she does the things that she does and it was all based in insecurity and that's fine but once I understood it I could I have I could create compassion and love and forgiveness and from that point on didn't from that point who knows whether it was weeks or months before I actually entertained a relationship with my mother without frustration but to this day um, we have a wonderful relationship and Oftentimes I have to make sure I have the energy in my life when I do have a conversation with her or I do when I do spend a day with her that I have enough energy To harbor enough compassion of understanding Otherwise it will be it could potentially be a frustrating day and so I want to share with you some essences of forgiveness, something to think about, because all this has to do with forgiving self to the point where we can have understanding and then compassion and love. That way we can have it for ourselves and then for every other person that walks into your life. And know that if if a new person walks into your life and there is tension, that it's a beautiful lesson of growth for you. That's the positive perspective and spin I can put on it. What's the other perspective? Not so nice, kind of depressive, only harbors anger and frustration, and it doesn't lead you to a lighter energy. I I hope you understand what, what what I mean by that. So Talking about this forgiveness. Um, In this book, there's some great questions to ask oneself. And it says, to allow the essence of forgiveness to help prepare us for these levels of surrender, consider insights of these questions. What would my life be like if I held nothing against myself or others? Honestly, when you think about that question, I want you to feel inside of your body at this moment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat the question because it's very profound. And this time, rather you be in your head, I want you to go into your body and see what it feels like. What would my life be like if I held nothing against myself and others? I don't know about you, but it feels like the chains and the anchors are completely off. And it feels so, so light and freeing. Beautiful. Next question is, what if the least redeeming qualities and actions of any character reflect how deeply entrenched in ego they happen to be? What if the the least redeeming qualities and actions of any character reflect how deeply entrenched an ego they happen to be? So that's a really good um, question to ask because in this particular question, I want you to think about your reactions to disharmony or conflict. And are your actions as a result of ego or soul-related. And soul-related is unconditional love. So if your reaction was loving and kindness and um, open-hearted, then that's soul-related. But if it was negative and if it created separation and it was unkind and it was um, uh, just, just hateful, then, now, then that's that's basically coming from your ego. And then I would further on ask the question is, what is it that your ego is so afraid of? And that that's only a question you can ask yourself in, in, in your situations of conflict that you're having with that other person. Next question. Is it possible that unconscious behavior or the cruelty of others had nothing to do with me? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I can't tell you how many times I tell my daughter this when she comes home with her drama-sodes from school, middle school, hard, hard years. But she takes on all of this drama. and And I try to remind her, I guarantee you it had nothing to do with you. And I have to remind myself when, you know, a client comes in and they're in a bad mood and they're blah, 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 creating their sodes and there's hate and there's negativity and they snap at you. I have to remind myself, this person just walked in here. I did nothing to them. This has everything to do with them, not me. And if, if it, but And you know, you've had, you've had clients, you've had clients and people in your life who've done it. Or if you've ever been in a situation where someone walked by you and normally you're friends with them and you would say hi and they don't even look at you or even say hi, or they look at you, but they don't say hello. And you might think, wow, I wonder what's wrong with them. Like, what did I do? Chances are you did nothing has to do with what something's going on in their life I created an emotional roller coaster that you're the byproduct of and you, and the best thing for you to do would be to not own it. Big, big, if I could pass that down, I have to pass that down to myself. Next one. Can I see each moment of despair as evidence of humanity's separation from source? Oh, beautiful question. So this is for you to ask if, if source is higher self and create, And it is the creation of unconditional love, unconditional love, no conditions, no tethers, no ropes and chains. And this, this moment that we are, we, that is evidence, they say of despair is basically us seeing humanity, which is why we do, at least why I do these podcasts is so we can change humanity, um. Create more open-heartedness because we see this all the time. People are very ugly and disrespectful to other people. And that's proof of their separateness, their ego. And they're not, they're not coming from their heart. It's painful to see that, but it happens all the time. Like, for instance... Um, well, I won't even go on with an example, because that's just going in the direction of despair and separateness. We all know what it looks like. It's painful. You wish people were better. I will say, though, the moment we change ourselves, we change the energy to every other person that we come in contact with. And so that can make things a lot better. It starts with us. You know, we can't carry the burden of, um, of wanting to change the world. That's freaking completely overwhelming to think about. But we can do what we, we can do, and that's change ourselves. Um, it's like when you're in conflict with another, you, you can't change them. And in, in the moment you think that you can, and that you think that what you do, what can potentially change them, you're leading yourself down a road of, I'm going to use the word despair again, or mm, suffering. Um, you, you are going to suffer because you, unfortunately we don't really have the power to change other people. We only have the power to change ourselves. And that's hard enough, <laughs> way hard. All right, let's go with the next question. Am I ready to heal myself as one of the greatest contributions toward the evolution of Earth? Well, that's just what I just said. Um, That's interesting. So um, I won't talk about that one because I just basically said that. The next one, what if my deepest surrender is occurring to help make it easier for others to awaken? Hmm. So if we can start with ourselves by surrendering to the journey of self-discovering our own inner conflict and our own programming and our own separations and our own ego, we can then create a little bit of more love that then teaches another how they can do it. And it's sort of like being a light. So we have a. This is the Aquarian Age. So we have a lot of light workers. Chances are, if you're listening to the podcast, you probably are um, a light worker. So someone that shares their light. Um, and so I'm going to end with that. It's an, a great opportunity um, today to walk. The rest of our day, you no, know, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, hopefully it's in the morning, and it sets your day up for a different perspective on life. Um, and I, my angel card that I drew today was opportunity. Oh, how so profound for this podcast. This is an opportunity. Today is our opportunity to make a better change within ourselves, not trying to change others we're only trying to change ourselves, so that we can be the change of light for others to witness and then so they can have the opportunity to make that same change it's like it's like for instance if you're in a relationship oftentimes uh, like for instance if if you want your significant other to work out and you know you you encourage and you encourage and you buy workout stuff and um, you get them a gym membership and they still don't want to do it. And then you start getting resentful and angry because you've tried that stuff. And then you start making comments. Oh, you know, put a little weight on today. Oh, your pants look too tight. And, and that doesn't work either. Um, That's your ego being upset because you tried to change someone and it didn't work. So now you're trying the other course of action. But better yet, why, why not say or do anything and you just be the change that you want to be um, eating right and exercising and meditating and have that influence. And, and then the major, the overall goal at the end of this is to take that significant other no matter what they choose to do with their life, that you just embrace them with love, um, that you put no conditions, because ego is about putting um, conditions on someone, and that's a that's a conditional love form. And we, as better people, as I would I would say these, I would say, all you listening to this podcast are the better version, um, not to condition that. I feel like I just conditioned that, that you're better than others, but you have an intention to be better. And, and so, and your intention is so strong that you're listening to this. So work on being that better without conditions and therefore shine that light. And hopefully the other will follow that change or that 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 betterment they see how it's influenced and bettered your life and they'll follow along hopefully if not that's fine too but don't let it don't don't lose your energy or pour your energy down to ego level because you are trying to change them so that's all for today appreciate you listening always I always 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 recommend sharing if you feel like another could benefit from the words and um, appreciate very 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 much we have a lot of amazing listeners and uh, I'm always blown away about how many listeners we have and I'm so grateful for that so I hope you have a great rest of your day and carry this message on till the next time we chat